0: together forever, Rick Ashley. That brings us to seven minutes after two o'clock right here on Life Happens. This is SAFM. We continue our coverage on COVID-19 and we will continue to do that until we no longer need to. When that will be, I have no idea, but it does call for us to at this point focus on COVID-19. The lines are open, 011 We are discussing how COVID-19 has affected you directly. How are you coping? How has life been uh, affected by COVID-19, your personal life. Uh, life was very different about a month ago to what it is right now. So I will take those calls and ask you how has life changed for you uh, since the announcement of, especially in this country where we the president uh, announced it as a disaster state for South Africa. So I will take those calls on 11 Homeless people. Um, come to mind for me. And homeless people are, are, are those people that we... You know, when we discuss stuff, we, we kind of discuss everything else, but we don't discuss them. And uh, my worry was, what is it that we were going to be doing about homeless people? We know that they... They they hardly have water at the best of times. Um, how are they going to be sanitised, for instance? Do we do we even think about you know what that costs for them and so on? So, Rowena Rivera, who's a strategic partner development manager for U Turn Homeless Ministries, joins us now on the line. And thank you so much for making the time to talk to us, Rowena. It's
1: a pleasure. Thank you so much, Pamela, for, for giving us a chance to speak. Because um, of course, this is something that is that's
0: pretty concerning for us too. Rowena, it's, it's difficult on many fronts. I think of how, number one, communication gets to them. I know that homeless people peek through people's windows or shop doors to get information. They don't mm. necessarily have direct access to information we are not doing very well on the ground by communicating to them so we've got press yeah. conferences that come on television we've got all these very sophisticated ways of communicating social media and so on but that's not filtering down that's the one mm. problem I want to ask you about how are they getting informed yeah so so
1: yeah um, certainly um, I was actually just speaking with a colleague about this this morning there does seem to be a lack of um, real understanding about what's happening on the ground with people who are currently homeless. They, they don't have access to radios and televisions and internet the same way that we do. Um, they, I mean, they very are very frequently are reading newspapers and, and hearing by the by, but it's, it's filtering down. And so um, it's really the NGOs on the ground who are working with people who are homeless that is the first point of call. To share that information out and we, we are all very concerned. So U-Turn is part of what's called the Street People's uh, NGO Forum here in Cape Town. And we also the Western Cape representative for what's called the um, National Homeless Network, which actually is officially launching today um, through our website. But it's, it's a collective of um, NGOs across the, the, the country who work with people who are, um, who are currently homeless. Assisting them, and so um, it is a very frustrating um, s- s- state. We we put out an appeal at about 9:30 last night to ask for three main things, um, because um, the homeless population, people who, who are homeless, they they face possibly the greatest threat. Yeah. Um, they have compromised um, immune systems. Yeah. And they also have a very dramatic shortage of um, access to facilities to wash their hands. So I'm not sure how, 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 it is in other cities. Here in Cape Town during the water crisis of 2018, the city officials took a, you know, a meaningful and um, meaningful step. It was a measure at that time that was suitable for the time to switch off public taps to prevent leaks and, and wastage of water that the, 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 the outcome of that is that those taps have never been reinstated.
0: Oh. And
1: so individuals in Cape Town who are without a home and without access to a bathroom and, 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 and public public ablutions, they don't really have a space to wash their hands. And so the most basic direct- directive that we're being asked to do is, is really quite difficult
0: for them to do. Sure, I remember that, Rowena. In fact, I was in Cape Town and I remember the beach... Um Toilet facilities, the, mm. the, the taps were completely switched off. So not because there was no water, but it was just a measure, as you but said. the tap has actually been removed. Correct. You, you can't actually Correct. turn it on. Yeah. Um, there so, are other things as well. I mean, you've just mentioned the fact that their immune systems are also quite compromised. But I also yeah. know that, and, and I'm worried because winter's coming. I also know that body heat is so important for people who are homeless, who yeah, who, who, exactly. who cuddle together. At a time when it's cold and so on, to get some sort yeah. of warmth um, to survive the winter, that worries me.
1: Yeah, it, it is a deep concern for for Uten and a deep concern for all our partners in in this NGO sector. And I mean, we've been impressed by the actions of the government. We've been really impressed by the responsiveness and the quick reaction um, to, to to really announce a national emergency. And so that that's been that's been promising. Um, But there certainly does need to be a lot more that is done on the ground. And so this is why we've launched this appeal, um, because exactly as you say, we are coming up to the winter months. I'm hoping greatly that the numbers peak around April 4th and that we somehow avert disaster, that the numbers start to decline before, you know, real winter months come in May. Um, But, you know, that's, 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 that's wishful thinking. We certainly need to prepare for the eventuality that that might not happen. And if that doesn't happen, there is certainly a, a tr- there are going to be many lives lost on the street. But my biggest concern too is the fact that as as a nation collectively, we face a common threat, yeah. and that common threat is having hospitals and healthcare systems being overwhelmed by numbers. And so, the key in this situation is really: this is one moment where it requires everyone to pull together and face the threat together. And to do that by looking after the most vulnerable. And in the case of coronavirus, what that means is looking after people who are over the age of 60 and up, people who have underlying health, um, other, other health implications. So people who have asthma or other kinds of lung disease or diabetes, um, people who have TD. We have a country that has a lot of TD and unfortunately a lot of the people on the streets are, are suffering from TD as well as HIV. So um, the case is, is that we need to start thinking about the most vulnerable in our nation, and pull together so that we can have a stronger, more caring nation during the national emergency, but also afterwards. You're, you're,
0: and so, mm. you're on the ground, Rowena, and I just want to ask you what we already know, but I'm wondering if things have changed. People who are generally people on the streets are not even encouraged to go to the hospital because they are going to be asked for an address. They just don't do it because they just find it so difficult to, to go through that process. Have Do you find that right now people have been turned away those who are perhaps checking if maybe they've got the virus, have you got any reports at all?
1: So, I think at this point it's still early days um, and there haven't been any reports yet. But um, what's concerning us, of course, is the amount of incubation time. So, you have people on the street who are probably most exposed to all sorts of people, money, materials, and um, uh, refuse that would potentially expose them to the virus. And so it it really is just a matter of time before that becomes an issue. And so we are starting to think through ways that we can address that. You know, uh, people who are on the street, they certainly do access um, public health services. It is more difficult for them and they do occasionally get turned away from clinics. That's something that certainly from U-turn standpoint, we have had clients of ours who've explained frustration in not being able to access clinics. When we mention it to the ward councillors, they take it very seriously. That is certainly not something that is allowed or acceptable. And um, and so they take it quite seriously. I imagine during this time, people are going to be on high alert. And so they certainly should be able to access um, services. But what, what would be a good idea is that if you are walking down the street and you see someone who is um, currently on the street and without a home, and they appear distressed, and they seem to be coughing with a dry cough, and they are clearly not well. You might want to, you know, pull out your cell phone and phone the um, emergency line for coronavirus, and just alert people that there is someone who is needing help. You can also possibly tell them about the free testing site. I don't know um, what's happening in other cities, but certainly the city of Cape Town has just release a list of free testing sites and so you could let the person know that there is free testing available and let them know where those cases are. Um, and we can put that,
0: that list of free testing sites up on the, um, on our, our appeal web, web page. That's excellent news. Okay, so we've got the free testing site thing going. What other appeals do you have, Rowena, for, for your members?
1: So what we what we put out to our members um, last night was that they please consider three points of action, um, and those three points are very very clear. And um, the very first one is such a simple thing, but it simply just please donate soap. So donate soap to your local um, NGO partner who's working with the ho- people who are homeless in your area. Um, soap is a really scarce commodity for those living on the streets, and it can save lives. Um, they should be accessing um, water from the NGOs so when people come to our service centre in Claremont to access meals and services, we've got buckets of water there and people are washing hands and we're also doing our very best to educate people in that time. A really lovely idea. Um, I actually just literally minutes ago had a phone call from someone from the Hillsong um, Africa Foundation, and they had a whole lot of leaflets that they printed out from the government gazetted um, instructions on what to do. And they said, can they drop off a whole lot of those leaflets for us? Which would be, which is amazing. So we'll be handing those out to people who come to our services, but also walking on the streets and handing it out, if possible, to people on the streets. So the, the first ask is. Donate soap and, and, and helps to, to, to get the info out to guys on the street like washing their hands with soap. The other thing, the second thing, and this is really a big thing, is to ask your local councillor for water points and ablution facilities mm. for people who are on the street to wash their hands. That's really important. Keep asking your councillors. It really helps us. Mm. Um, and more than just taps, they really do need access to ablution facilities where they can use both water and soap. Um, I know Town has been really responsive. I know Councillor um, Zahid Badradin has already been in touch with the Department of Sanitation to try and move that forward. So um, wherever you are, get in touch with your local ward councillors and and just make sure that people on the street have got access to to washing points for to wash their hands. That's the second ask. And the third ask is to please join our emergency appeal. So there are going to be many more people who are going to be facing homelessness um, every year with the current economic downturn and then the impacts on the economy Mm. around um, the coronavirus. And we need to ramp up our capacity to be able to deal with that. And so we're asking people please to go to um, the appeal page, and I can give the URL if that's okay. Please do. Go ahead. So um, it's it's quite simple. You go to homeless.org.za forward slash coronavirus, all one word, hyphen response. So it's homeless.org.za forward slash coronavirus hyphen response. Maybe I can send you that that link. That p- would
0: tag, tag us, Rowena. Thank you very, very much for that, Rowena Rivera, Strategic Partnership Development Manager for U-Turn Homeless Ministries. And so basically it is homeless.org.za and the rest forward, forward slash coronavirus. You can get all the information there. What is fantastic about this is that they've got now uh, points where you can go get uh, free testing stations that is available now in Cape Town. We will give you more information about other cities but that's fantastic and then she says uh, let's ask our local councilors to access for access for people to go and wash and and go ablution facilities the problem with so, with some cities though is that that that's not quite available I don't I, I cannot remember the last time there